0: Ten years. Three boys. One question. Are we friends? Three, two, one, fight! Welcome to Are We Friends. I am your co host, Taylor.
1: I am your co co host, Brian. And I'm Jorge.
0: And this is the show where three boys who have known each other for ten years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. This week, we are joined by a longtime listener, new time friend, John. Yeah. John, <laughs> thanks for being with
2: us. Not new time friend, by the way, Taylor. Yeah,
0: like I, oh, well, you know, I met John like <laughs> once in real life,
1: so for me, this is a this is a brand
0: new experience. We're still figuring each other out here.
1: This was uh, there was a previous episode talking about how everybody already knew Jorge and Taylor, and even my friends knew them, but this is one where I know for sure that I met John first and have known him longer than both of you.
0: <laughs> Where'd you go to elementary school, John? We'll bleep it out, don't we, worry. Just the private we, questions.
1: We no, did not talk it didn't. about those times. <laughs> okay, I was about to immediately say-
2: Immediately like, try to get him to <laughs> dox himself.
1: No, well, I
0: immediately wanted to see if- John, I wanted to see if I met him before. <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> we actually John, went to elementary school or something. John knows how to be on recording. He knows the etiquette of like I'm not going to say this shit. I know this is going out to people. <laughs> so so
2: so John, you're you're a guest today. What are what are we talking about?
3: All right. So today I've uh, assigned a lot of work for everyone to I'll research say. on. Uh, so the topic <laughs> for today is fighting games. Uh, we could Ooh. just talk about pretty much everything about fighting cool. games honestly because there's so much to talk about. Uh, yes. For, yeah. for fighting games.
2: So that it might I feel like it was partially my mistake because he John was like, Yeah, I'm I'm making a lot of homework. I'm like, Buddy, don't even worry about it. The amount of homework that Taylor has given me, no way you're topping that. But he did I, I had like several <laughs> full length documentaries <laughs> and many videos and
0: Yeah. I think yeah. we split it up into <laughs> thirds and my third was about five hours long. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, though. Yeah, I, I, I did more say, than my yeah. third. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's good. Yes. I. In, a, in to addition hear. to doing the homework, I spent an entire day shirking all of my responsibilities and just reading about Mortal Kombat
1: storylines. Hell so yeah. It, that's how you want to do it. It's been a problem, things. honestly.
2: I mean, I'm, not, I'm not getting <laughs> a lot done right now, you
1: guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: my productivity has dropped through the fucking floor. Like, this is a problem. So um, where, where would we yeah. like to start? My
2: thought uh. is... On the FGC at large, right? There you oh,
3: go. Uh, <laughs> before we talk about the FGC, I think it would be best to talk about how fighting games, like how they work, uh, yeah. Like how to, you know, when when you look at the screen, what do you What's see? What's a fighting game? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What is a fighting game? Um,
1: it's an I interesting just, choice to start with. Um, I I know for me. The, the one thing that is always common with a fighting game is two people sitting across from each other wanting to kill or KO the other one. That's the, the From the basics of basics, that's where I start with. Does that make sense or not? So I, I think it's interesting Well, because,
2: to me, the easiest way to try to define what a Fighting. What counts as a fighting game is you look at the normal fighting games versus Super Smash Brothers, because almost every definition <laughs> you will normally apply to a fighting game does not translate exactly to Super Smash. Because so try this one
0: people. on the uh, try this one on for size. You will recognize a fighting game. Uh, there will be two, possibly, but usually possibly more, but usually two players. In some indication of how much damage the other player has taken,
1: and an indication, any an indication,
0: indication
2: of how much damage they've taken.
3: Yeah, that 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 would be my de- definition of fighting games. Um, like, there's a very loose. Uh... So, people have even considered like Trek Super Slam. I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, dude. That, what that, that, that seems mentioned. like a fighting game though. It's called <laughs> like Tres, there Slam. is competitive. There's competitive Trek <laughs> Super Slam, and that is considered a fighting game in some communities. And some people even consider like Catherine. The, the puzzle game where you climb really? up a bunch of stairs and stuff, some people also consider that to be a fighting game.
0: Okay, um, well, Those, people, well, those I, people are wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> I desperately
2: want to go down an immense rabbit hole on what Catherine is, but we have a lot of content to, to cover, so I'm going to shelf that for now. But I would like to at so- someday come back to the puzzle stair climbing game.
3: Well, for me, I to lean away from that I'm, I'm more a traditionalist in that regard uh um, okay. but i still would consider like smash i would still consider that to be a fighting game just because yeah it I has appreciate the essence that. of like two people who are at it sometimes it's like two versus two but even then like i would still consider that kind of environment to have the fighting game set up
0: yeah definitely right so,
2: so in tournaments. Smash usually does one v one or two v two. They don't have like the, the free It's always one v
0: one. Yeah. The, the the rule set for melee at least, which I think is pretty much translated into whatever iteration is being competitively played right now. I it's, think ultimate uh, probably four stock, unless it's in sixty four, which is five stock, a small time limit, oh, no down. items, and then a lower number of stages that are selectable. For Smash sixty four, that is only Kirby's Dreamland. There are six different stages in melee that are legal, and then there's you can <laughs> make legal. anything <laughs> legal in Ultimate because you have the Omega or the like final. Destination mode, the battleground, yeah, the, or Omega, the, the, yeah, the, is the what other, is it, the yeah. battlefield or Omega yeah, style yeah, okay. for every arena? Well, look at Mr. Is, uh, over
3: there, yeah. That's um, so for melee and 64, that's that's correct. Uh, for ultimate, there is a little bit so it's kind of regional sometimes, most of the time, actually, with the stage selection, but that it does follow most of that, like, there is a certain selection of stages. Or mm-hmm. whichever region that people are playing in. And there's like there's also like a like a, a drafting system. Like you really? select which stages to ban and then you come up with like two or three that you select one you you and your opponent yeah. decide on to play. That's great. It's yeah. pretty okay. complicated, but it's it's it works well. Okay. It's it works well.
1: I was yeah. going to ask, what's the reason? It, like, is there something with, like, either the color of the stage or the like the layout of the stage or the backgrounds that affect that that the, you draft? or?
3: Yes. Uh, so, for uh, for a lot of it, it's just character matchup um, purposes. Okay. So, some characters are better on certain uh, stages, and some people just oh, okay. play better or worse on certain stages. So there's, they're pretty much picking for their own advantage there. Right.
0: Yeah. There's okay. also the consideration um, some Omega style like do not have a way to get underneath the map. They just yep. are like uh, you're standing on top of a column. So you can't there's less options for recovery ah, or there's right. more options depending on what character you're playing that can bounce so that you're like there's a bunch of stuff.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so that makes a lot more sense.
2: Yeah. Getting back a little bit to what fighting games are the basics. In yeah. Which like- capacity <laughs> we're talking to, about them. Um, I think most people out there are probably most familiar with fighting games, and that you get a game, one of one of these games, and you have it with a group of people that none none of y'all are like super into to fighting games, and like <laughs> learn all this extra shit we're going to talk about. So there's a lot of like, you you could say that somebody's button mashing, right, or somebody is repeated like I know in Soul Calibur two, Raphael had the the sword attack where he just that, keeps da, poked, da, he da, just da, keeps poking da, you with da. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like yes. I remember you know just being like, oh, that can't be beaten. I yeah, we have like to ban people it, doing so. that because that move is not be beaten.
3: To be fair that that string specifically is very good. <laughs> yeah, of course. So like for someone who doesn't play fighting games to find out that string and just abuse it is like totally
1: It's game over for a lot yeah. of people.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like uh, in the natural evolution of a group of people who play the same game a lot, like that's the first that's the first toe out of the water onto land. Like, oh, cool! Here's mm-hmm. the first hurdle. No one's gonna be able to beat this. So, like, now this entire game is centered around in our friend group trying to beat this one fucking strategy. Yeah. And then once we get that, there'll be another thing, and that's how like a group of players gets better.
2: Yeah. Well, I, yep. I had I'd played them more when I was a, a kid, and I remember just being like, oh, well, I'm not gonna be able to learn how to block. So let's just take that off the table, <laughs> and we're gonna have to figure <laughs> out a way to get <laughs> yeah, around that. What? I was, you know, blocking was like a, I don't have any older brothers, but that's like an older brother thing, dude. You can't, you're not going to learn how to block. Not, no way. Yeah. That's not happening for you. That's not in the cards. <laughs> um, so what we're going to be talking about today is there, there is an entire community of people that have come around these, these types of games and figured out how to play them really, really well. Uh, so you're going to hear us talk a lot about like tournament rules and like very specific things, but it, it is, it is all how to play those stupid games much better.
1: Yeah. The, the most popular or at least the most, I guess, synonymous with the word fighting game, I would say, is something like a Street Fighter or a Mortal Kombat. So that's in terms of like the basics. We're going to talk about other games, but those types of games are what the FGC seems to have been built around. Which stands um, for
2: Fighting Game Community. Fighting
1: Game Community. Because cool. they bring people together in a community to yell at each other about how much better my guy did than your guy, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, It
0: was really funny watching a lot of these documentaries that you sent us, John, and everyone's talking about like, yeah, you know, this community just comes together in so many wonderful ways. You can really be whoever you want to be and like whatever you like and still be the best. Like, this is not my experience with the fighting game community. <laughs> I uh, I, re- I managed uh, a local retro video game store and we would hold tournaments and I could tell you right now, all this lovey-dovey shit that they're talking about, like, uh, it does not happen everywhere. Sometimes shit gets
2: brutal. I would, <laughs> I would like to touch on that as well because they a few of them were saying it like, like as if they had a reason to say it. I'm like, why do you guys keep talking about how not toxic your community is? <laughs> so, John, you've you've interacted with with the community in and in like at large. You've been to Evo, right? Which is the yeah. the the big yearly oh, competition. Yeah, he's got your Evo shirt, Evo shirt, on, shirt on. What is, What has your experience been with with the with the community and their their culture?
3: Um, I would say that. I do share the sentiments that a lot of fighting game players have in the FGC. Um, you can definitely just be yourself. And I really appreciate that. Uh, and everyone else is like that, too. Uh, I would say uh, for the most part, people are very friendly. But there are definitely bad eggs in the community who are mm-hmm. like, toxic. But like the, the the good thing about the FGC is that it kind of self-polices itself like, Aggressively, so that if you're doing something shitty, people are gonna call you out for that, and I've definitely done that too. Like, cool things that are bad, they just kind of don't stay that way in whichever community that you're in. Yeah, in we, the uh, FGC.
0: At the at the store, um we we just had the policy like, cool, you guys are like, we will do whatever you want. If you guys want points or whatever, by whatever system that we are allowed to allocate them, we will make sure to do that. However, you guys have to take care of this. Like whoever wants to be organizing this, um, because if it gets out of hand, we can't do this anymore. So like in that way, like it was, it was really nice to see people taking responsibility for like, no, this is going to be a nice event. So we don't want any cheese dicks here. (laughs) We're here to have some fucking fun and win some money right now.
3: Oh, that does remind (laughs) me. So there are, so what, what, most of the problem people in the FGC seem to come from are like people who try- kind of chase clout, who who ah, try who to, be to be more than famous, yeah, yeah, who are trying to be more than who they are. Um, people who try to take like leadership roles and then do like very shady things in the back. That kind of people, like uh, they are usually the ones who show up in like Kotaku articles and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <gotcha>. <laughs>
2: Well, that that's interesting and good to hear though that it's like a more so a few bad eggs are are are, make, are responsible for that that image
1: i I feel like a lot of the sort of villain it, it would it would make sense because the community at large seems to be fine or like nice or very you know welcoming and to have the few villains sort of stand out a lot because they're few and far between like there's yeah. not a lot of them. so you know every villain's name. you know like, these people who were either toxic or were just like, you know, braggadocious mean players who would like shit talk people erroneously and you know beat them and be like fuck you, being a sore winner sort of thing.
2: Didn't you end one of your matches with John today by yelling fuck you as? Well, because he was the winning.
1: The thing is, he was winning, and I was. I was a loser. I was. I was a sore loser. I'm a yeah. sore loser winner. I'm a sore winner loser. Um,
3: the indecisive winner.
1: I'm the indecisive. <laughs> so that's that's great Um, uh
2: so so (laughs) when we're talking when we're moving from button mashing into like actually Mm. being strategic about these games it's it's interesting because you sent us a video on why you can't button mash in fighting games would anybody like to elaborate on that
3: i can start um yeah go ahead so after spending so much time with fighting games i feel like over time uh, my mind has kind of evolved into thinking uh during a match I want to kind of like calculate like how moves if I'm blocking a move how much mm-hmm. advantage do I have versus how much advantage do they have um sometimes I do like kind of read like frame data just to make sure I have uh, some of my decisions in check uh so yeah things that are thrown out in a in a match you kind of have to put some thought towards because if you're just flailing wildly, you can get punished very easily. Uh, Someone could like backdash when you're throwing out a move and then go back in and then hit you for it because that move, when you threw it out, you recover very slowly from it. Yeah. Um, So it kind of has to be scientific, but there are times (laughs) when you have to be like instinctive too because there are some wild things that you could do that just kind of beat the, oh, I'm just going to try and calculate everything kind of mindset um it's it's a mix of everything yes, but and everything that, has yeah. to have like a reason behind it yeah and uh, but our, mashing hmm. yeah it's, our, it's, for
2: it's our unenlightened players, <laughs> players the uh when you when you do one of when you do one of the moves there's a small period of time in which you can get hit and you can't do anything about it like when you when you miss a shot so when you miss a hit it's called whiffing it yes your uh punishing is when they're hitting you and after you did a whiff or you' you've just left yourself vulnerable by making a mistake yeah <laughs> so I'm trying to get all these terms out for people yeah that's correct. you said you yeah, said it's, uh, it's re- you said reading the ram data you're talking about looking at the the frame, frame, data. Data. frame data. yes yeah so, so uh, these, they know the exact frames that each one of these moves takes to start up and like how many frames you're vulnerable for and stuff so people will read these to know like which the best move actually is in specific scenarios
0: a frame, so, by the way, is 1 60th yep. of a second. I
2: feel like we're going to have to keep explaining things going all the way back until, like, this is how a computer works, okay?
3: <laughs> but, yeah, uh, <laughs> most fighting games, they run at 60 frames per second. So frame of animation will just be 1 60th of a second. And oh a God. lot of move, <laughs> like, every move has, like, startup frames, active frames, and recovery frames. And it's just important to know like the most notable ones you don't have to memorize everything when you're playing Mm -hmm. fighting games to like a serious serious level but um just important ones that you have to memorize it's it's not as much work as one may think but it's definitely work.
1: it's to know what's safe and what's dangerous basically like yeah if you see minus 15 you're like oh i don't (laughs) i don't want to throw that out (laughs) willy-nilly like but if i see something that's plus one or plus two Sure, I can feel a little better about kind of sending that out, even if they even if they block it, I still have time to either block or send something else out with no real worry. But if it's like yeah, minus fifteen, I can't be doing that.
2: <laughs> now, on the subject of how to how hard it actually is to learn these games, I've been having a fine time with Mortal Kombat 11. I've like I've looked at yeah. all the possible moves. I'm like, okay, this is doable. I can memorize these <laughs> things and like when to use which one. But I I popped open Tekken 7 for a little bit. And one of the characters I was looking at had 165 different combos. Are those actually 165 <laughs> Jeez, different Christ. things to learn?
3: So in Tekken, um, yes, every character has no. over 100 different moves.
2: No, not yet. <laughs> but
3: but when, especially when you're learning, um, mm-hmm. you only really know their 10. You only really need to know their 10 best moves. And in high-level play. You see players who are just using like only three moves in a match yeah. because they're that good um, or their strategy just revolves around using those three moves over and over again.
0: Okay. Yeah, we uh one of the one of the documentaries that you sent us, John, was on Arlen Ash, uh, and he was a Tekken player, and he he it seemed like he was very good at uh, positioning himself, and it was like one of three combos that would, he would use every time, and then like just jabbing to mm-hmm. kind of distance himself and to stop combo so he could come in. Like he was very much like I didn't see a lot of variety. I just saw like really well timed, well thought out like choices. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That being said, uh, you definitely do when you. Uh, when you get into Tekken and like at high level play, you do mm-hmm. want to like familiarize yourself with the rest of the moves that they have just to keep in the back of your mind in case someone else uses those moves against you. And you want to be like, Oh, this is what I have to do if that move is presented against me. That's why this. Yeah. In my, my... practice, it's <laughs> yeah. like you only really need like 10 moves or so.
0: My, yeah. my uh, closest approximation to it. Cause I, I played a little bit of magic, the gathering uh, when, when, when I was, when I was at Nerd. the store. So this was the time that like <laughs> ket came out. Um, and like that series after that, um, and It was like no, no. I, I don't know every card verbatim, but I'm pretty like I'm pretty familiar enough with you know what I'm gonna see and what's gonna be the popular choices here. And right. someone it got to the point where like if someone throws a card, I like okay, I more or less know what it does. I don't know the text obviously, but I know what it's supposed to be doing. Um, and so you it just by playing a lot um, and playing in a way that is in a community that cares about like how the game functions, you pick up a lot of this stuff just on the way.
1: Right. This is this is gonna be kind of a, a softball question, but it's more to lead thing. It, do you think, John, that is the best way to learn fighting games? Is to just throw yourself into the fucking gauntlet, like, right into the belly of the beast, and just, like, play people as much as you can? Or it? It, it should people take more consideration before that? Like,
3: do, uh, I know it's I, a little
1: bit... I kind of flipped the question a little bit, but I, I think it still stands.
3: <laughs> so, when you're playing fighting games, you definitely want to... Put yourself out there and play as much people as you can. Challenge mm-hmm. whoever that you have is available um in your area or like online that you know or just if you have like a Discord that you can access you want to use that to find people to play against. Mm-hmm. But you still want to like learn the basics with... <laughs> you want to learn the basics of your game first and then you want to learn the basics of your character. Uh <laughs> Learning what they can do and their combos before you play against anyone. Um okay. Just so you know how to play the game but Uh, after that you definitely want to just put yourself out there and then just keep playing and playing and playing that's how you get better
1: take on all comers sort of thing after that yeah uh the only reason i bring that up is because um to 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 bring up a little bit my like my experience with fighting games is uh, a lot of in our friend jeff who is eventually going to do the we are friends podcast which just critiques our (laughs) podcast every week Um, um it was a lot of stuff in his basement with all of our friends Uh, John would be like, Hey, I have a fighting game or like, they would be like, Hey, we have soul Calibur or something else. Let's all play it. And then John would proceed to curb stomp everyone into the (laughs) dirt, uh, over and over again. (laughs) So I wanted to, I wanted to get it out there that John said, you should learn the basics before going out to play everybody all the time. So he did not tell us that, you know, eight years ago when this was happening. But I appreciate that he's learned his lesson now and has said maybe you should learn a little bit before you just start playing people.
3: <laughs> In my defense, they challenged me first. That's actually <laughs> true. You know,
1: you're not wrong. I accept
3: And I don't the back challenge. down from a
2: challenge. <laughs> yeah, you better go learn how to play with your toys before you come to the big leagues, boy.
1: Exactly.
0: Absolutely, yeah you got to learn T-ball before you start throwing pitches here.
1: Exactly. Like, and, yeah.
2: But now going back for a second, Brian, I feel like you have a thing against Soul Calibur. You have now on no, two, no, no, no. two Actually, occasions no. on recording basically said it does not
1: count as a fighting game. No, I wasn't. Oh, the only reason I brought it up now, I don't. I No, it absolutely counts as a fighting game. I'm sorry. If I came across the other way, I apologize. Soul Calibur is absolutely a fighting game. John, um, how many
2: times did you beat Brian in Soul Calibur?
1: No.
0: How many stars are in the sky? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to
1: say, how many grains of sand are on a beach? I don't know what to say. <laughs>
2: yes, but I, I I found the whole thing. It's its oh. kind of hard to describe. If you if you watch one of these competitive matches and more so like have somebody patient to explain some of what's going on to you, not the announcers because they already depend on you knowing what's going on. They're too
1: busy going, oh, and losing their minds when something cool yeah. happens. Yeah, <laughs> well, Which I like. It's which i like it's, it's super very hyped, exciting you, but yeah. it's not it's not like you're not trying to learn anything from that really like you're
2: <laughs> i think it's it's hearing somebody passionate talk about what what all is involved in a high level fight like there's just the the level of like timing and knowledge of exact moves and which move to counter which move that these people are doing it's it's very impressive it is, it is a, a very logical i think technique game played at a very high speed
3: oh yeah so pretty cool fighting games, it's a completely, like, passion-based hobby. You're... When you're playing it, especially, like, at a competitive level, you're probably not going to get that much return out of it. Because, well, for tournaments, there's really just that one winner. Even though, technically, you're getting payouts for probably, like, top three or top eight, right? Right. Okay. But, like, game companies don't really support the esports scene. Um, I mean, they're starting to, but... It, it's still like nothing compared to like you know Dota right because you're yeah. getting lots of money in the international right. but um it, it's very passion based uh, a lot of people just do it for uh i don't know just from out, out of love for fighting games and i i also like sympathize with that fighting games Hell is yeah. great yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no there was a um... There was a funny moment in again one of the homework. Sorry, everything I'm gonna reference is gonna be from one of your videos because it was yes, incredibly that, thorough. That is where um, all of my knowledge is from. This is none of this is from my own head, by the way. This is the, yeah, the like, whole,
2: this is all John basically speaking through each of us.
0: My my only <laughs> like my only well of knowledge for. Fighting games is through the Super Smash series, and yeah. even then, there's a like, big gap at Smash Four because I never had a Wii U. Um, but no, there was one where like Major League Gaming is another big like set of competitions, mm-hmm. but that's not for fighting games, right? Like it's it's all like FPS and um, real time strategy games and shit like that, right? Mm. And there know. was one. Uh, No, that was mostly like I saw John nod. Like I just want to make sure I'm I'm saying all the right things. But there was (laughs) one time that Evo, the fighting game. uh, the f- biggest the fighting WrestleMania game competition. fighting game, competition. yeah, the absolutely. big one, dude. Yeah, and Major League Gaming matched up, but there oh, were so many yep. more people there for Evo than for Major League Gaming that they announced like the winner of the Halo Two, and everyone just booed them. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my! Get out of here! <laughs> Boo! Whatever. <laughs> you know, like mean, they're but still yeah. watching shit over there. <laughs> yeah. So they've never they they've never paired up again after that. Needless to say,
2: and this is before the. MLG was as big as it is now. This was when they were yes. up and coming and EVO was actually larger than them. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. There there was one of, one <laughs> so of the events <laughs> from, the, uh, from one of those videos talked about one of the EVO competitions. They were having trouble getting enough CR TVs and they needed those specific types mm-hmm. of TVs because the... The digital TVs of that era were not good enough to support, like, the speeds or something with the... It was clearly that it was going to have well, some impact the issue, on the competitive level of the game.
0: The issue is when you have, like, an analog system like the GameCube or the PS2 and you try to put that on a flat screen TV, which is a digital format, there is a little bit of lag turning that, uh like, analog signal into the digital image on the screen. And that's what the issue is. That's why, like, uh, Melee is still played on CRT TVs even now. Interesting. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, that's another good place where the the speed of the, these games come come up a lot. So when we're talking about reading frame data, we're talking about people knowing how, like, a move taking, that still takes less than a second, but more of that, more time than a different move that also takes less than a second is slower. And that is, you know, it is noticeable. Like, they can do shit with that. Um, and so things like yeah. a, a small delay in analog and digital TVs like actually yeah. greatly affect these things and then people also talk about net code when you're playing online with current with modern console games so yeah, yeah I like wanted to,
3: to go for it. I wanted to touch up on that because um so when you're playing fighting games a lot of uh when people are talking about fighting games in general it will be in the offline setting because that's the ideal setting to be playing fighting games in you want to play against your opponent In real life, because, Mm -hmm. well, I guess playing online is real life. But you know what I mean, right? (laughs) You want to be playing
1: on the same system, in the same room, doing the same, like, yeah. The only thing affecting, like, what's appearing on the screen is how
0: good the two players are.
3: Right. And so, uh, besides, like, finding a good monitor to play on, like, that is the most ideal situation because you have then optimized the chance that anything has been uh, reduced in performance due to like lag or input delay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, once you play in that setting, it's very hard to go back to like online. It's very hard to play on monitors that do lag because it's noticeable. Uh, and and some of your uh, decision-making depends on it. Uh, for example, like online, right? If you're getting hit by a move that you have to block in a certain way, but it comes out pretty slowly. Um, online, it, it could be hard to react to, and you'll get hit by that move over and over again. It definitely happens to me all the time. Yeah, well, even though, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, okay, real, sure, like, Brian. In an <laughs> offline setting, you can block the move every
2: time.
1: Yes, interesting. And then punish
3: them for it. Yeah. So see, I- it's definitely like a noticeable difference.
2: I'm still so bad at fighting games that sometimes my internet's not like a hundred percent the best. So I'll, I'll play against I'll play Mortal Kombat 11 with Brian, and a few times it'll happen where the game will actually like put up the message being like "Hold up, or loading," <laughs> and it in no way affects my game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I also. I, this is this is also going to be, uh, it's probably going to just annoy John a little bit, but uh, Jorge and I are both Wi-Fi warriors. We do not oh, have no. wired. I, exactly. So, <laughs> You're playing me through I guess, Wi-Fi. Exactly. So the fact that I've beaten you twice, I've beaten you in two sets on Wi-Fi I should oh. say something. Oh, no. Uh, that oh. I'm, that, no, oh, it should say something. Goodness. It should say that I'm a fraud and that he would beat the fuck out of me in real life. Well, let's, let's fill in
2: some of those details. So John and Brian have been pretty much weekly playing Mortal Kombat 11 In the Uh, Muscle Dome. Yeah, they've they've had a a private stream of it on on their Discord.
1: And this is a game that, it's the only fighting game you're playing, Brian, right? So this this is what I was going to say. So from the, I was joke, you know, I was having a little fun with John about the, you know, eight years ago and beating everybody up. But the truth is. um, He never forgot. In in those, no, in those times, (laughs) out of everyone, out of everybody in that group who was in that basement, you know, playing either Soul Calibur or whatever, like. I am the only one at this point who has fully jumped into like I want to play more fighting games, and I'm You're, willing to. Were you do whatever. the one that kept getting up? Uh, pretty much. Honestly, that's kind of no, not really, because I just wouldn't get up before, and then I've I, I got up later. I woke up <laughs> later. That's what mattered. Um, so I've been playing Mortal Kombat because I love a good fatality. I love all the aesthetics of it. I think I think it's a fun but relatively simple game. Yeah. So I, I've been playing it, and John, who does not typically, and I'll ask you about what you like to play and why you like to play it in a second, um, but John has graciously been like, cool, I will play some Mortal Kombat 11 with you. And this has grown into a, yeah, bi-weekly or weekly, you know, week and a half sort of rivalry of we have to fight in the Muscle Dome to a first to five every other week to be like, who's actually good at this game? And the recent one, the thing we were talking about was uh, John just beat me up. Uh, I think like five to two or five to three. No, five to two. Um, this week in the Muscle Dome. Um, yeah, so you got so hit a lot, just, dude. Yeah, Ed, I got hit a lot. That was right before this
2: recording. So that he's, was he's literally
1: fresh right. That's why I'm pummeled. drinking on this recording.
0: I know. That's why he can't uh, sit down either. He's doing this whole recording standing, standing up because he just got
1: spanked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's
2: been a lot of fun. So, <sighs> so Mortal Kombat 11 isn't your. <laughs> uh, one other thing, he John has also not always been using the same character. He did. He'll pick oh, up yeah. like a random character. That he's like, oh, I just picked up this character today, and then go into the ring with it.
3: Well, to be fair, for today's match or for today's set, uh, I used a character. I've been practicing with her a little bit. Yeah. So.
1: La- uh, the last time was you had switched. You had done a little bit of Frost, who's the character you use now. Um, you had just picked her up last time we played, and then you switched over to Jackie, who you knew a little bit more, if I right. remember correctly. Okay. Um, but, Jorge, continue your... <laughs> so, John, if you don't
2: play Mortal Kombat 11 normally, what is your fighting game of choice?
3: So, my fighting game of choice is the Blaze Blue series. Um, so, that series has gone through so many different changes. You play one entry from another entry, and there's so many system mechanic changes... Um, But it is within the anime genre, which is my genre of choice, because uh, for me, mobility is a huge thing in fighting games. I like to just go where I want to go. If I choose a direction, like my character is going to react. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Anime games, you can like air dash all over the place. Uh, There are a lot of defensive options and lots of wild things that happen because it's an anime (laughs) game because like people have like special powers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, So in Blaze Blue, it has all of that. I think it's very fair in that, like, uh, it just feels like the game doesn't really rob you. Like, there's no uh, comeback mechanics that are so huge that someone who hasn't really played the game, if they just do certain things, they'll be able to just kind of win, Mm -hmm. um, just by pressing like a couple buttons. Right. So you're saying it's
2: it's very balanced, and like you have to know how to play, and then then you yes. I
3: yeah and I I think it's it's very good because of that. And because of that I love the game. I love the series um and yeah. I agree. I mean I think
2: when a when a game is perfectly balanced as all things should be it it really <laughs> That's what we're still playing this turn-based strategy game from the early 2000s because it's free. Yo, Westnott, Westnoth. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> play play
0: Westnoth almost every fucking night now. It's
2: perfectly balanced, and everybody can play it, and you don't have to be fast. Because that's the thing with with a fighting game is you will have to learn, and you're gonna have to get beaten up over and over and over again to learn these things and you have the timing down. Yeah. Um, but For I, sure. the thing that you said about anime games that, that's something one of the one of the videos you sent us had talked about as well where there's like a big difference where there there is a lot more like air based movement mobility yeah. and like special moves and a lot more like i feel like action going on you know that that does sound very cool to me I, I only watched the uh dragon ball fighters match i didn't actually watch any of the anime game matches
1: yeah
3: uh so dragon ball is definitely within the anime fighting game genre mm-hmm. um Especially for that one because it's based off like an actual anime, yeah.
1: Like, it's literally, and, but, <laughs> anime. yeah. People are like
3: super dashing all over the place and people are shooting beams and stuff. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's, radical, it's
2: just that I've watched so much Dragon Ball Z that I'm like, this show's American. Dude. <laughs> as a, as a, like, I've, I've, there's a few animes I like, but I haven't seen nearly as much anime as Jorge. as a lot of other people have, so I i watched so much Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, dude, this show is American. This belongs <laughs> to me. I own it, dude.
0: Yeah, the IP of Toonami. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: Toonami yeah. made this show. After school. in America.
1: <laughs> Tom on his spaceship made this show every day. God, okay. I fucking, I fucking yeah, love but Dragon Ball.
3: When it comes to fighting games, there are definitely different types. Uh, there are like Street Fighter-esque types where mm-hmm. um, you're very grounded and uh, jumping up will usually involve being anti-aird. Um they're a bit like slower and frame data matters a l- well actually frame data matters in a lot of games, but in that one it's it's much uh much more grounded in frame, frame data because mm-hmm. there are more like limited movement options and stuff. Um but yeah, Street Fighter-esque games, it's you know, Street Fighter, even I'd say like Mortal Kombat, Nether Realm Studio games are kind of Street Fighter-esque. Yeah. Um, then yeah. there are like tag games where you have a bunch of people on different teams uh like marvel games that are tag games and you have like assists mm-hmm. that are just like coming in so like you could do some of the most unsafe stuff and but you have like an assist backing <laughs> you up right right yeah. so yeah they get crazy um, I, I and then hate there are tag. I hate the tag system. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no,
0: it's 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 a lot of fun when you're watching, like, oh dude, this getting this dude's getting fucking annihilated. Wolverine comes in. Yeah, like, like flies from yeah, off screen and like, one, fixes it for a hundred. Second. It's
2: awesome to watch. I hate playing it because I'm like, I have so much trouble learning one character. You want me to Let learn alone, two? What, at the, or three? In any or combination. Three, dude, what are you dude? Like...
3: Well, the good thing about tag games is that uh, the systems are a little bit more s- simplified, mm-hmm. so when you're learning a character, it's not as bad. Dragon Ball, actually, so we talked about it earlier. It's an anime game, but it's also a tag game. Uh, learning a character in Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. Um, obviously, like there are hard characters to learn, and they can be technical, but for the most part, you can just kind of sit down, spend like an hour, and you'll learn a character in that time period.
2: So. Um, then I, I, also for for our fans so they can get some some knowledge out of this. Uh,
1: <laughs> we try to no, no. be educational. I'm, try, I'm trying to make sure we I know, get the, it's so hard.
2: <laughs> well, I'm trying to make sure they get the general FCG thing so that they are not completely lost if a bunch yes. of fighting game nerds come and start talking next to them. Uh, <laughs> what are the current popular fighting games? Because like you can't. Because I was looking at the Evo 2020 listing, and Mortal Kombat 11 was completely snubbed, even though that's that is one of the current big fighting games right
3: yeah uh mortal combat historically like with evo they usually have like one year at evo and then for the next year they're not in it for some reason Oh, uh, i think it's more because nether studios just kind of tries to do their own thing after that one mm-hmm. evo year
2: uh-huh. uh
3: but yeah evo tends to rotate out games depending on uh, well it depends on a lot of factors um uh, but they uh they usually vary like from year to year, but they are definitely like when a game is uh, announced as a main game for Evo, it's mm-hmm. usually like the hot topics right. for the year, um, and not the store. Shut um, the so, fuck
0: uh, up, yeah, it is the uh, hot topic of games. We're talking fingerless <laughs> gloves and a bunch of Jack Skellington shit. I
2: mean, there is a lot of that at those tournaments. To I be was gonna say Yeah, that's but, yes.
0: Oh my but, yeah. god, there was a line. In uh, again, one of the documentaries you sent us, and some dude was talking. It was one of the the organizers of um, ECT East Coast Throwdown. Yes, and he he was talking about like, oh man, that old arcade. Honest to God, I loved it so much. Like if I could, if I if I could bottle it, I would wear it. And like, that's okay, right. I, I know. I know. I know what you're trying to come to. Like you're trying to make yeah. this a nostalgic moment.
1: I've run a game store, and that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um John, it, the, John and I both go to Magfest um pretty much every year and I if I could bottle that it would kill people I'm pretty it sure it would just kill it it on yeah. them and they'd go into fucking shock and they'd be like well, oh my uh, god sorry
0: <laughs> no it's it's a chemical weapon
1: yeah let's like, get
2: so sorry I know you've told me before but what is Magfest again
1: It's music and games festival music um and it's games. it's at the Gaylord Hotel in uh Maryland every year And they basically just invade the convention center, like, part of it. So, like, literally one weekend every year, you'll just be like, oh, business people doing business things. Or, like, fancy people at this fancy hotel. And they'll walk by, like, a dude... Fucking in some anime, full anime gear, making the Colossus power-up noise from the X-Men fighting beat uh, beat 'em up game. <laughs> oh, literally there was a sign that said, oh. it, there was a sign at the beginning of the convention hall, that we, it just had a picture of Colossus, like, hulking out, going... Wah! And it was just like there was a big no on it. it was like, do not make this noise <laughs> past this point because everyone will do it, and it'll really annoy our guests who pay a lot of money to be in our presidential suite. And it's People like, no <laughs> are working. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> I was reading that it's become a thing at Evo to everybody for everyone to yell the uh, not uh, the cell scream that he does when you're yes. selecting him in Dragon
3: Ball Fighters. So that's the magical thing about tournaments. Wait. You're watching with so many other people who, like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, share your love with the game. So whenever something hype just comes up on this the big screen, people will just tend to do a bunch of things, like, together. Like with the Cell scream. Like when Cell's <laughs> intro comes on and he starts yelling, everyone in the room will yell. It's super hype. And, like, uh, like in... Also, another thing in Dragon Ball, if there's like a level three super going on, uh, people will just say or yell the quote that's go- that's being said during the super. <laughs> that's
2: so good. I that's love awesome. That so also, much. it must be psychologically damaging if you're on the receiving end of that to just have a whole yes whole group of people. Oh
1: who- yeah, which yeah, brings
0: there's, up yeah. my favorite moment uh, that I've I've seen out of everything that we've watched so far. It's Evo moment number thirty-seven. Oh, That's yeah. where I was going to go uh, next yeah. as well. Yeah, the fucking Daigo block. So Diego
1: Perry, but yeah, Diego Perry, the Diego <laughs> Perry.
0: Yeah, it's so it's a um, God. What was it? Two thousand and three? A long. It was time
3: ago. definitely <laughs> a long, long ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like, a long time ago in Street Fighter. They're playing Street Fighter two, and this guy is getting like it's one to one. This is the game point, uh, the game match right now, and he has one pixel of health left. <laughs> and like I've left. I've watched. I watched so much of this fighting game stuff and I like I, I was I was really kind of feeling all the nostalgia of like running an old video game mm-hmm. store like at the same time. And like, wait, this was a lot of fun that when I finally saw this guy, uh, it's fa- it's a famous moment because he does 15 frame perfect parries yes. in a row and <laughs> like a matter of two seconds. And it's it's incredible because the game like slows down. Because when you, you know, get like each parry, it, it, yeah.
1: you can see each one of them individually. Yeah,
0: and then he turns around and does his super move and yeah. wins, and it's just
1: <laughs> oh shit! Like it was
0: because the first time I watched it, like I'm holding my hand in front of my mouth, like tears in my eyes, like this is fucking cool.
1: So this this is the thing about that moment. Obviously, it's a legendary thing, and it you know shot off into the stratosphere of like epic things. And basically put Evo, you know, and help put Evo on the map and, you know, go to this mainstream stuff. But it's so funny watching the move itself. Because if you don't, if, you, if you've if you never seen the actual Chun-Li super, it kind of looks like it's very slow and dumb. Because you're like, yeah, cool. There's a kick, boom, parry, kick, boom, parry. Like, and it seems like fine. But if you watch that already having seen how fucking fast all of, like, the 15 parries he has to make are... Like if you just someone hit see someone hit the Chun-Li super in third strike it's brrr, like it's so fast and then you watch him fucking hit every part of it and the crowd starts losing their mind cuz the, on the first hit they're like yeah fine 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 but they're like oh my god he's going to hit it and then like on the seventh one they're like he's going to hit all of them <laughs> oh my fucking god like i don't know there's something about that that is just absolute perfection and kind of sums up fighting games as a whole
2: yes and this isn't a a random moment we're talking about this no (laughs) it is like it's referred to as evo moment number 37 because i think that's just how the evo tournament labeled it when they released that video right i I assume they were releasing a bunch of moments yeah
3: it was something like that but it's definitely the moment
0: Mm -hmm. yeah this is this is
2: incredibly famous in the fgc so if if out of the things you're you're trying to if you're trying to collect information so you know a little bit more about about this leaving this episode that is one of the things to lock away cuz that's that's a huge <laughs> moment. You'll look like a fucking idiot if you don't know what that is.
3: And the crazy thing about that uh so, so a little like background for it yeah. too um he he's never done that before like that moment. Like he never practiced it, he never oh. came across a moment where he had to do it. Like oh my that God. was oh my like that was like in the moment like he's in the zone, and if he doesn't parry all of those hits, he's gonna die. Like yeah, it was one of those things. And it was and for
2: all it was, it was for all the cookies, right? It was like the the complete end <laughs> of the for Evo. All turn- the no no no, it was just a, it was a it was a random match in Evo, right?
3: It was yeah. a. It was, a hot, It was like, a, a match that was, like, deep into the tournament, but I don't think yeah. that was, like, the last one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not too sure about it. Was, uh, no, I don't the, think the it person, was, person.
1: the person who did the parry is Daigo, Daigo Umahara, who is also called the Beast, which is, <laughs> which, no, it's so funny because, yeah, you if you just watch this moment and then you see, like, other highlights of him, absolutely be like oh my god that dude's fucking super good at fighting games holy shit and then you see him and he's just an unassuming guy like he's very like he's kind of thin and he's very like hello how are you it's nice to see you like he doesn't talk too much but then you're like yeah that's the beast and you're like no he isn't he's the guy like yeah. this not- <laughs>
2: y'all y'all we have we don't even have time to cover it but the names that these people have because they use they use like their oh, their like online handles basically persona names yeah like and it's it's insane dude yeah some some Because some of them will, cool, will be cool, you know? They'll be like, yeah, Daigo versus Cuddle Monster or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, there was a couple of times in these documentaries where they're going through, like, oh, yeah, man, I remember all the greats. Like, the Beast, like, the Chain Chomper, the Combo Breaker, <laughs> Cuttlefish Boo <boo-boo> Boo Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, it's just like... It's so fucking <laughs> funny to hear them like, go through with dead seriousness. Yeah, that's the thing.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. them saying everything super seriously cuz uh with the Arslan Ash one specifically, they were talking about uh, the, the the big rivalry there is a guy named Ar is Arslan Ash, who's the Pakistani. He came out of nowhere and fucking demol- like started demolishing people and nee, a- Knee, K N E E is his big rival. And that's honestly that's fine enough as a name. It's a little weird but whatever. But they would be like you know, Arslan, you know, was sent to loser's bracket because he, he didn't have time to show up for his first match. So he automatically got put in losers. So he had to, he was already an underdog from the beginning. And it's like, and he ran through Mickey Mouse and <laughs> Flounder Butt, And you're like, wait, what do you stop saying these things? <laughs> like, just, don't, just don't
2: tell me their names sometimes. <laughs> um, he, they're um, saying he came awesome. out of nowhere, but it, it's, it's because he came from Afghanistan where a lot of people had. Pakistan. 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 Pa- Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where a lot of people were having trouble traveling out to the tournaments. And Correct, he, yes. He created this wonderful mystery about, like, if there's a bunch of secret, amazing players yeah. in Pakistan.
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't that what he said at one of his wins? Like, uh, like when he finally won a big, like, yeah, I know, I'm pretty good, but you just see these guys back home, man. And everybody's yeah. just like, huh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that um, was definitely,
3: like, one of those anime moments. Like, the... the the like the strongest person wins a tournament, but they're like, oh, but there are also five other guys who are stronger yeah. than me.
2: There are exactly five people, and they represent all of the elements that we've decided to yeah. describe the elements in this anime. Oh
0: man, yeah. no, it was like that. That particular story of Arlen Ash uh, was was my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. actually, and I, I'll talk about my other favorite later, but it was like, it was very much like, no, they had nothing better to do than to play fucking Tekken all the goddamn yeah. time. So they just like, when they finally in this really small, tight knit competitive community in Pakistan, and when they finally entered the world stage, it was just like, we have never seen people play this game like this before. Like this is This is wild, and they showed a lot of videos of his matches, and you can see it. Um, Like at first, they weren't streaming a lot of them because no one knew about this random Pakistani guy. But when they finally do start streaming them, you just like it looks like he's effortlessly just wailing on Mm -hmm. people again and again and again, and it's it was it's really cool to watch. They they
2: talk about something where where it's the the level of skill that an individual player has is largely based on the scene that they grew up in, like where the players that they had around to practice with it's very uh, true Yeah. and uh can you
1: can you talk about your scene a little bit john because i know you have i know you kind of have two of them but if you want to go into a little bit of like the differences between those two scenes kind of explain what they are and then if there are any differences what you can think of for those um
3: so i started playing fighting games up in buffalo new york um and it's been so i back in buffalo i didn't really grasp uh I wasn't really strong until I came to uh, back to Virginia, like after school. So mm-hmm. um, here in the DMV, which is what we call it, DC, Maryland, Virginia, um, people <laughs> tend d- to be a not lot. Not the
1: Department of Motor Vehicles, by the way. Not <laughs> He does not go in and go. He does yes, not, not come up and say, I challenge you to a best of." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: it's funny because also the FGC here, they call it the DMV, but then smash people here call it MDVA. And then oh, they just I don't really consider, hate that yeah. They don't really consider DC to be like a thing, too. Like wow, it's
2: really weird. Dude. Is it because there are no um, good Smash players in DC?
3: No, it's just I don't
2: know. I guess GDA just, MVA them, just kind
3: of rolls off the tongue really. Well.
2: Not, not a, not a state, not a mate. <laughs>
1: ooh, oh ooh.
3: But um, in the DMV, players here are uh, they're they're pretty strong, and there's mm. a lot more in terms of uh, there's a lot more players here compared to Buffalo, where there's it's more like a handful it's more like a just like kind of a small family honestly here okay. there's going to be players that you've never talked to but you'll see around right um there are a lot of players and a lot of them are strong uh and this player at uh, this place specifically uh we tend to play a lot more defensively like we tend to block more uh try okay. to uh you know we're we're more patient try to block what we see and then respond accordingly um I can't really tell you how Buffalo's style is because I just haven't been there in a while and all that. But uh, that's how this area tends to be. And we tend to pick pretty good characters in this area.
2: (laughs) So
1: that's... That's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's,
2: One of the things I want to talk about was, like, with the the people you're around affecting it so much, the same thing you, you see in games like chess where... Uh, literally the the emergence of having AI that people can play against has completely changed the style of play because now they start learning against computers. It's easier to play with them than it is against humans. Um, but you don't, you don't have that in fighting games, right? Where you can have an, a- an AI that is really going to train you properly for another human being. No, um, so it's, it's
3: going to be all, all people interaction.
2: Yeah. And I, I thought that was a really good sign of how, how deep the strategy and game is that it, is so heavily based on location and other players available that a country like Pakistan that is isolated as a community in fighting games would have a completely different playing style just because they haven't mixed and matched as much with the rest of the world.
3: Yeah. When I went to Evo uh, last year and I, I finally got to play against some like people from SoCal. Uh, This is just in the context of blaze blue, by the way. Um, But those players were a lot more aggressive. Uh, So during when they're, on the defense, they are more quick to find holes in your offense and then just kind of poke you back and like mm-hmm. start their own offense. Uh, they're definitely a lot more aggressive on the West Coast compared to what I've what I'm used to here in the East Coast. It's very interesting and very cool uh, because yeah, did, each scene definitely has like their style of
0: playing. But did you cool. uh, did you find that your style was effective against the SoCal players, like the more defensive play?
3: Um. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Because like, because like every player is different too, right? But um, the styles, it's just two styles just kind of um, kind of cooking together. There's really not much to say. Like, (laughs) I I can't really tell you if it was effective or not. Um, It's just because you have to also adapt to the way they're playing and then use your style in a way adaptively against theirs. I don't know. It's it's hard to...
1: It's okay. yeah, it's fair because it would
2: also change everything if y'all had more time to sit there and keep practicing with them, right? Like both of your yeah. styles would would evolve rapidly to account exactly. for the other. Which I think that's that's what I love about it. You know, is like because I, <laughs> for me, with with video games, I have trouble playing a video game for too long. If I feel like I'm burning time, it's like just getting currency in a game isn't always enough for me because I'm like, okay, well, when I'm bored of playing this game, then it's done and all the hours I spent on it are burnt. You know, I could have been doing something. Yeah working towards my career or something dumb and responsible <laughs> like that. But with a, with a fighting game also, and I have this thing where it's like, okay, I can, I can develop this skill and that skill is going to continue to, to move on with me into the next fighting game. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they, the yeah, fundamentals I, uh, will always. Yeah.
0: The only thing I can ever like notice that that happened with me is I played a little bit of brawl and I played uh, a little bit of melee Uh, Enough to know like the 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 newer mechanics like kind of like I feel like every Smash game is kind of evolved from Melee in some level like none of the N sixty four mechanics are really used Um, so when I first started hanging out with my crew back in Harrisonburg they had Smash four and I never had a Wii U and I never played but I was able to immediately pick it up and like Mm -hmm. okay well I know some basic things like I know how to space out against characters that I'm familiar with I played a character that I already knew and I was able to at least hold my own a little bit uh coming in like brand new and fresh to the game of course i would get spanked because there's something like wait wait <laughs> hold on what what the fuck just happened all right dude you're new to this we got to explain this really quick yeah. like okay okay when this happens you got to do this like okay cool now i know that let's roll it back roll it back you know <laughs> it,
2: it is crazy how much the games actually change and people are still willing to well i mean i guess that's why melee is still so big right and they haven't completely yeah. adopted yeah. the newer games because that that one plays much faster like i've f- I found that everybody moves a lot quicker in melee than they do in in later super smash games ultimate might be
0: its closest i think
3: yes it's it's the closest um when it comes to people playing like the most modern smash game uh a lot of melee people have given ultimate a chance as compared to the times when brawl or smash 4 have come out and they've kind of just dismissed the games Mm
1: -hmm.
2: that makes sense i mostly only played brawl past melee and then i was out um but (laughs) on the subject of of new uh versions of fighting games and i I could talk forever about how like how different they get between versions, which I, I think mm-hmm. is fascinating too. Uh, but I want to talk about Marvel versus Capcom Ultimate Infinite, Infinite, because that's that's something I think our our, <laughs> our fans would like to to hear about. Because could <laughs> do you have you found an explanation for what the fuck happened there?
3: Uh, yes, <laughs> that game.
2: Can I,
1: hold on, hold on. Can I do a little <laughs> bit of backstory before yeah. before sure. we get into Infinite? Yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom has been. Uh, I think at first it was X Men vs. Street Fighter, but there has been a marriage of the Street Fighter slash Capcom properties and the Marvel slash X Men properties for 20 plus years at this point. I think even yeah. more. Since like the Super 25. Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Like for a long time, there's been this combination. And Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is considered one of the best fighting games of all time. Uh, Mar- you. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three was very highly regarded, and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which I'll let John take over at this point, had a different reputation. And can I
2: say, like (laughs) those original games, the way that they look is incredible. Like it's, it is the fucking character there in their purest form, fighting it out, looks exactly correct, no problems.
1: Go ahead, John.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So, like the Marvel vs. Capcom series sometimes they're described as like sandbox fighting games because there's just so much like mm-hmm. uh, creativity that can spill into how you play. Uh, for example, like in MVC2, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, uh, you can pick like three of the same characters. So you can have like three Icemen oh, on your team yeah. if you wanted, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like three, three serve bots or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, MVCI was like, a huge disaster for Capcom. Um, I think because a lot of fighting games, they've been able to survive through their fans and mm-hmm. just people playing the games and stuff. And VCI is the opposite. That was killed because of the people who play the game. Like no one, like everyone just kind of shat on it. People just did not like the game and would discour- discourage other people from playing it. It did not have <laughs> tournament support. Um, the game itself also just was kind of janky. Like,
2: <laughs> so, so to give everybody was, else an idea, like the from what I've heard is like the the gameplay is okay, but that I I think what everybody would like to hear about is that the 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 models
3: looked oh, oh yes, so... the models look like they came from mobile games, like <laughs> and, and like You're... the effort. That was put into the game. It you could see it. Like there wasn't that much effort put there's into it. The Even nothing. the story mode, like, was laughable. It's and ba- it's spoilers. Real. Spoilers, by the way, at the end of story mode in MVCI, Thanos and Ryu both hadoken the big Bat.
1: I hate everything so much. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Thanos and Ryu.
2: You're so y'all aren't but. quite understanding because literally, I play a Marvel mobile game called Marvel Strike Force, and yeah, the so characters look great in that if if they literally blew them up to to tv size it would be a thousand (laughs) times better than what we got these i i don't know that people that were like have lived their entire lives in america can really have the to know what this is like but when you when you go to other countries Companies will get off-brand versions of superheroes to sell as action figures, <laughs> and they come in all chonky with like messed-up faces. And like, but it's you could tell it's them, but it's like, dude, that is not Gamora. Yeah. Why did yeah. she? Why are her well, thighs my so thick, dude? My
0: favorite are like uh, the the great example are like the Fabulous Four toys, where it's oh, yeah. like the object and Mister Stretchy's the awesome, object. and like the, the the translucent you know person and. <laughs> The human lighter, like they're they're very like obviously like okay, plug in the actual name of the character into Google Translate and then translate it yeah. back. and yeah. that's the new name of our character. That's, that's,
3: that's how they... you know it's that's how you know it's off brand. They they call her the Great Translucent.
2: Yeah, but they they have the real names and what make, yeah, which makes it worse. So they look horrible. All the Marvel characters are twice as tall as any of the Capcom characters, so and they bad. have. Every muscle—they definitely invented muscles to grow in between real muscles. Right. Those yeah, I saw.
0: I saw one matchup that was like a Mega Man and a like, and I, I think a Gamora. And the Gamora is like seven and yeah. a half feet tall, and Mega Man's like a three little. Why, hello there! I'll I'll battle you with my little Roby friends. And it's She's like, like no. you're going
1: nowhere. Classic <laughs> spies, dude. She's no got way. Bone sauce voice.
2: <laughs> and they, uh, they removed a bunch of well-beloved characters because at this point, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, had already become popular. So they're like Guardians of the Galaxy, Ultron, normal movie people, Thanos, yeah, like, no X-Men. Yeah, And X-Men it, have always been a huge part. Like literally the first game in the series is something or other versus X-Men. X-
1: X-Men versus Street Fighter. Yeah. Idea.
3: Yeah. A lot of that, I think, though, was just due to licensing issues, but... It, it sounds like, like Big
1: Daddy Disney said, hey, yeah. like, pick who is in our movies and is going right, to make right. us money. Sort of
2: yeah, was, uh, Disney was like, hey, I have an idea. <laughs> and everybody just Ooh, had to listen, dude. <laughs> a- a- a-
1: as a quick aside on that, the Disney, mouse spoke. Disney did a lot of that uh, in multiple realms. Like, the comics were like, hey, cool, everybody likes X-Men, right? You know, this big band of, you know, misfits who come together to do whatever, right? Uh, Fucking close that story down for a little bit. Let's push the Inhumans, a big band of misfits who have special abilities, no. not, you know, that they didn't mean to have sort of thing. It's like, no, stop trying to make Inhumans happen. We like X-Men, leave <laughs> them alone. <And> they're <laughs> like, oh, Fantastic Four, we don't have their movie rights yet. Cancel the series so that they can't sell God comics. Damn. Like, I, I, I do understand that that was more Disney's decision, but it still affected Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. A lot,
0: guys. What? It's just—it's what happens when you let the mouse get this big of dude, a house.
1: That, dude,
2: he's—he's he's been very powerful for real. It's—it's too—it's too late, dude. We already—we all fucked up. Dude, Mickey Mouse controls the government. He controls law. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe we should have realized at the second time that Disney changed copyright law so in America. Hold on to Mickey. The mouse. second of which they've done like three times now. Like maybe they have too much money. Disney's you lawyers are more powerful
2: than the Supreme Court. And, that's, and that's just fact. Oh my God. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's, that's how it is, dude.
0: Yeah, Mickey Mouse will never, ever <sighs> enter the public domain if Disney
1: has its way. We're not
2: going to have a public domain anymore <laughs> yeah, because Mickey Mouse saying. will have brought down the
1: house. It's going to be the Disney domain. It's going to be the house of mouse. Um, but <laughs> to bring it back yeah, to Instead of, like, games. powdery
0: wigs, the Supreme Court has to wear Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> like oh, no. We just want everyone to know what's <laughs> happening right now.
2: Yes. Sorry, I, I I needed to I've been avoiding talking about Marvel versus Capcom Infinite for a long time now. For a few weeks. So just gotta I, get it out of your system. I had to get of it. Course. I know everybody else already did it. They literally had memes about how bad uh Chung Li's face looked.
3: Oh. oh yeah. A lot of the faces are just unacceptable.
0: Nightmares. <laughs>
2: that's, um that's, the, I saw the somebody the... paint a picture of the way that Chung Li's face looked before they fixed it. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, my Please God. Please continue,
1: Brian. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to do I, – I only have one more thing before, you know, we're ready to go. But um, Taylor – so Taylor is uh, – Jorge and I have been playing Mortal Kombat. I dabble in a little bit of everything, but I'm not good at anything else other than Mortal Kombat at the moment. Um, I got Jorge into Mortal Kombat thanks to John with the homework and stuff. Uh, but Taylor is a dedicated Smash player at this point. He is – he beats the fuck out of me most of the times that we play, um, but – Taylor, you expressed that you were looking, you were like, what's the video game, what's the fighting game to buy kind of right now? Yeah. And I kinda wanna it's a little bit of a spot analysis, so you don't have to worry about being too, you know, crazy with it. But John, in terms of someone who is coming from like the things you know is you know Taylor a little bit, and you know Taylor's coming from the Smash community. Is there a game specifically or is there a methodology that Taylor can use to transition into, quote-unquote, traditional fighting games at the moment? And what might that be in terms of a game?
2: And keep in mind anybody else who might be out there thinking they might want to pick up a fighting game as well. Like any, anybody new to the community.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah. Uh, so if you're new and you want to get into fighting games, uh, honestly, the best thing to do is just pick whatever you think looks cool. And then just stick with it. No, honestly, that's, that's really how you've ever heard. That's, that's really how to do it. Um, but if you want to go like deeper than that, right? So you can look at the Evo main titles. Um, some of them are a little bit of Flavor of the Monthly. Uh, for example, I... Okay, so I'm not going to say which ones I don't like because I don't want to like, discourage.
0: say um, Oh, dude, damn. Do, it, do, oh it, damn. do it, do it, do it. I You're think, in a safe space here. I think <laughs> also, Samurai Showdown recorded. is
3: a bit of a flavor of the month game. I don't, I don't understand the hype around it, but like it's a game that's like been included in Evo like twice now. Don't, but, don't worry, um, our podcast has <clears> no power. You can speak
2: freely; yeah, you, say, will not, yeah, like, you will not what you gonna... sway
1: the tides of man. <laughs> yeah,
3: but um, I'm yeah, also announcing that
1: I'm picking up Sam Show as my main game now. For <laughs> Samurai the Showdown, the Evo main
3: titles—they're pretty good. Um, but yeah, like I said, they could just be flavor of the monthy. Some of them just don't even have the ground to stay for like longer than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you want to go with the staples, right? You can go with Street Fighter or Tekken. Um, Soul Caliber is like a little iffy because the company the company uses Tekken as its main cash cow, right? And then yes. Soul Caliber is like the uh, what, what do they call it the the stepchild.
1: But, oh no, poor Soul Calibur! I feel so bad now. <laughs> quick, quick but it's question. it's still like
3: it's still solid. Like honestly, playing Soul Calibur is fine. Sorry, I have yes, a lore we'll question real yeah. fast. Uh,
2: Yoshi Mitsu is in both Tekken and Soul Calibur, but he looks different. What's up with that?
3: <laughs> uh, I don't think those two Yoshimitsus are related. Thankfully, they're, the but, same company has two different Yoshi Mitsus, and they're two yes. big fighting. Okay, just, just <laughs> so wanted I to think clarify. they share like some moves and stuff, but. Besides like the name and like some of the aesthetic, I think they're fairly different. Um, I know okay. that like in the lore of Yoshimitsu, it's like each Yoshimitsu in each game is like a different Yoshimitsu too. Like, oh.
1: sort of like a, a dread. Oh, like Pirate a dread sort of like, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. You pass the cowl.
3: Yeah, it's <laughs> something about his clan and like passing down the name or
1: something. you pass the hoppy sword Sei. over to the okay. next generation. Of- so
3: sorry. Please get back to your
2: your recommendations for the people. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so if you're looking for like a Street Fighter S game, Street Fighter, always there. Uh, yeah, Nether Street Netherrealm Studios. Would be Street Fighter S yes. Yeah. Whatever Nether Realm Studios game that is current, um, you could also look into um, so for are anime. There, are there other ones uh, besides Mortal Kombat? Uh well they so Nether Realm Studios also does Injustice. But Oh, uh, okay. That's the D C fighting game? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um they had Injustice two, that was their latest one. Um but the current nether studios game is mortal Kombat 11 um, um
0: follow up to to the question here yes. i do not have a ps4 or an xbox one i only have a nintendo switch <laughs> how does that color your answer <laughs> you have
1: a nintendo <laughs> switch
3: um well honestly anime there's a lot of anime games for the switch right now um and then yeah, there like there like one also- justice
1: is out Wait the uh the my oh, hero game.
3: yes um that one is a little more niche like you could play it but it's <laughs> oh, <okay>. not like <laughs> it's not like it's not gonna have the, okay, that big, okay. much support for it yeah yeah okay,
1: okay. Um, oh Taylor's so dejected but no there are
3: a lot of like indie like uh like Skullgirls that's a tag game that Ooh, also Skull you can get into fun. um that has a lot of support from its company the netcode is amazing uh, when you're playing online it feels very good. Skullgirls uh, that's also on Steam.
2: One of the two
3: games that almost raised enough money to be included in Evo, right? And yes, never uh, the community is very passionate for that game too. There's a lot of resources out for it. Uh it's a fine fighting game to get into. Um then there's like Blade Strangers and stuff like that on uh for the Switch, <laughs> which are less popular, but like there's still options, right? Uh, but then there are like the big anime titles like uh right now there's Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, which is different from the mainline Blaze Blue uh games, but it's very easy to play interesting um
1: it's got it's got uh blaze blue guilty gear persona and um what is the fourth property that they have
3: so it's got blaze blue under night
1: under night sorry not Undernight. guilty, gear. Persona, not guilty gear, but
3: also yeah. that one rooster teeth uh show ruby oh oh ruby included.
1: yes thank you oh, oh they, um,
0: rwby yes, ruby yeah 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 yes gotcha uh question how is mortal kombat 11 for the switch
3: I wouldn't <laughs> imagine it being very good. John
1: John I, made a face there that was, that was very <laughs> telling. <laughs> <That> was <laughs>
3: fine,
0: fine, fine.
3: It's one of those things where like if you're a Mortal Kombat 11 player and you have a Switch, you might as well get the Switch version so that when you're on the go you could do like training mode stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but so at, to like play with others, I, I don't think it might be.
2: But what about so, what about us as casuals, you know, cuz Taylor like wouldn't be playing with us on the Switch cuz we're on Xbox 1 and PS4. And so it would only be like when he comes over he might pick up the Xbox controller and play Mortal Kombat with me, right? We're And we're never gonna be that good at Mortal Kombat. So would would the Switch version be sufficient you think? Is it only for high level players that it'll be an issue?
3: At some degree I think so because um, like you'll have access to the game. You'll have access to training mode and versus mode and stuff like that. Um, so you'll be able to do like your own homework, so to speak. And then when you go to like your friend's house to play, um, you could play with their console version, but um, like depending on like the feeling and stuff, it might mm-hmm. be different. As well as the controllers that you'd be using could also be different. So you yeah, have to take that into consideration. Um, but like if it's just for fun, and if you like the game, so you're then you should get. If the I'm game.
0: hearing you right, get the adapter so I can use the Xbox One controller <laughs> on the Switch, oh my and God. then I'll be ready to roll.
3: Honestly, if if you want to do that. You could do that. <laughs>
1: John's, John's validating Taylor's ideas, and I don't Ta- like this Taylor, anymore. I don't well, like Let's this be anymore. honest. You're
2: only going to pick up Mortal Kombat to come get ruined by me and Brian. So just, just do Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that, that's that's oh, you're not going to have anybody else to play any
0: other fighting game with, dude.
1: Very confident of Jorge to assume that he is also going to be ruin one of the ruiners you, in this. <laughs> I'm going to ruin you, too. You just wait, dude.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, we're in quarantine right now. So, like, what if I just... Get insanely yeah. <laughs> good, like at our level right now, and I just come over, like I don't know, where I've only been playing.
1: What, <laughs> yeah, yeah, finish him. will
0: just start, l- just start laying pipe left and right. <laughs> oh my
1: god! <laughs> I
2: don't know that that means what you think it does, but no, yes.
0: <laughs> but uh, there are
3: also like three D games that are up there too, like. See Tekken Soul Calibur, right? Uh, as I've explained before.
1: My uh, um, my favorite one of those is uh, it's it's kind of a three D. It's more of a little action fighter. Uh, but it's I think it's Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Three Shippuden. And the reason I <laughs> like that one so much is because my friend Ryan, who we've also talked about, uh, I I believe beat John's ass in that game in oh. that basement. How many years ago? <laughs> No, oh,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that will have to remain with me forever. I'm pretty uh, yeah. sure we've all expired or uh, uh, retired from that game, too. So, oh, everyone has
1: quit it. that, yeah. Ryan yeah. quit undefeated and, and was if like, you, I'm out of here. If
3: you knew this person in person, he's not the one you
2: want to lose to. That's not correct. <laughs> that he could is have a been very fun.
1: He is a very humble and, you know, quality winner who definitely wouldn't jump up and down and yell, I fucking beat you. You know. Definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right.
2: Well let's let's uh, let's get out of here. We're running we're running on time. That's All right, fun. everybody.
0: Uh John, thank you so much for being with us. Are there any pluggables you want to plug?
3: Sure. Um so I have a Twitter. Uh it's mostly just for fighting game stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I, mean, I know surprise. But um, it's at uh s k y t h f a t a l i s skyth fatalis my Patalis.
0: handle for fighting spill games i that uh spell that one more time <laughs> but
2: you know what we'll put it we'll put it in the description as we well we will definitely put it in the yeah, description yeah, I, I could one. follow the
0: 0% but yes keep going cool. i just followed you we're good <laughs> all right good um so the reason why it's
3: that is because skyth is my handle for fighting games that's what i enter yeah. tournaments as You'll probably find Sick. matches of me online. Um, a lot of the time on stream, I kind of choke. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Oh, keep I that in a... mind too. <laughs> there was one, one more anecdote. One more anecdote. I was watching John on stream. I think he was playing cross tag. Um, I think at that point he'd been playing cross tag, but he was doing he was doing really well. He won his first match, and he was going on to his next one. And the stream had messed up who was on what side. Damn. So I was. I was accidentally cheering for John's opponent the whole time. No. I was like, yeah, John, John got it. John, you know, like he, the, his opponent ended up winning. And I was just like, I, I texted John and go, yo, that was so hype. Way to go. And he was like, I lost. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> so, John, we've got your Twitter. What else do you want to plug, man? Um,
3: That's pretty much it. Uh, cool. I have a Twitch, but I don't really use it.
1: If you ever Hell see Sky yeah. the, that's how it's spelled. But uh, Skythe, you'll Scythe. that'll be John. You say hello and yes. say I loved you. On are we friends? It's a cool name.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, uh, guys, what do we think on the topic of fighting games and like the fighting game community at large, and you know, like everything we've talked about? Are we friends?
1: I'm gonna say yes until we all start playing fighting games, and then it's gonna be no because we're gonna hate each other after that. <laughs>
2: Dude, it's gonna be a, a yes for me all the way because i'm gonna i'm gonna start winning dude not against john John's <laughs> John's i won't i'll do exhibition matches with him but uh you guys you guys toast dude done i see and it already John, what
0: about you man
2: yeah
3: yeah i mean yeah. anything fighting game related
0: yes it's gonna be <laughs> i have uh a, i'm a, a glutton for punishment uh in fighting games like I love it so much. Like, I really do like learning these games because it feels so good when you can mm-hmm. finally pull something juicy off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 100% yes from my end. Hell yeah. All right, guys. As always, you can find us on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. Or you can find us on our website, r-we-friends.com.
1: Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.
0: I have been your perfect Dot
1: .com. com. I have been... Okay.
0: (laughs) I have been your perfect Perry co-host, Taylor.
1: Uh, I have been your meter-burned co-co-host, Brian. We want
0: to thank again... John. ...for
1: being with us today.
2: (laughs) We got to start
0: planning that out, but... And I'm still Jorge. And we will come at you next week.
1: Sure, you can...